0: So, definitely, you know, be on your P's and Q's because it is a lot of different things swirling around all at the same time. And, you know, when people start to get a little antsy, um, rather than taking a beat and making a thoughtful decision, they go with the easy, uh, well, the easy on them uh, route without, uh, you know, really considering the uh, implications of the human capital that is involved in these decisions. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Hey, this is Nika Monford, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva.
1: Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech
0: and welcome to the Snobba West Show, the show for Apple snobs where we talk all things Apple and then some. We want to thank you for your continued support for listening to our show. We want to also take a moment to shout out our Patreon supporters. We are just rolling into the live show from our snobbish Show, which is our exclusive content for our Patreon supporters. If you want to get in on that exclusive content and watch our show live and chat with us live, head on over to patreon.com slash snobowestcast. With that being said, we're going to head on into the show. We're going to kick things off with the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. First up on the docket, the iconic iPod has now been discontinued. Apple announced that the, um, iPod, which in this current version is the iPod Touch, um, is being ended. And what that means, there's going, there's not going to be any more support for this device. Um, and once the current inventory is sold, no other, um, iPod Touches or iPod, anything in that line, um, will be manufactured again. So once they run out of this inventory, no more iPod or iPod Touch. It truly is an end of the era because for people who did not want to get into the iPhone, um, it was a way for them to get into the Apple ecosystem without having the cellular portion because really all the iPods iPod touch really was. It just didn't have the cellular capability. But I think later down the line, if I'm not mistaken, there was one version that you could get some cellular on. If, I don't think if so. I'm, I think it wasn't, it's
1: always been. Uh, has it just, always been music? Yeah, it's radio. Now you can catch radio stations on it. But it Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Connectivity.
0: Maybe that's what I'm thinking because before it was pretty much, you know, Wi-Fi only or whatever you had locally on your device. Again, the iPod Touch was introduced in 2007. Um, and it was one of those things that really, along with the original iPhone, kind of revolutionized the industry. Um, so the last um, of the, the iPods that are out there is the seventh generation that was launched in 2019. It has an A10 Fusion chip. Um, which was also debuted in the iPhone 7. It has a four inch display, bunch of colors, um, but it truly is an end of an era. And if you go onto the Apple website now, the inventory is getting really, really low because people are buying them out because, you know, nostalgia's sake. um, And they're like, let me get one before there are no more left to purchase so, um, your thoughts on the sunsetting of the iPhone, iPod?
1: Well, we we knew it was coming. Um, it's not surprising, you know. For ninety nine dollars, you can buy a HomePod Mini, which kind of does the same thing without the um touchscreen, right? Um, What most people, even me, I have a couple of these, right? So one, I have a couple iPods laying around, right? One I did have was about the size of my watch screen and it was a square one. And what you could do. Yes. And what you could do is you could get a watch band Mm -hmm. and slap it in Mm -hmm. and you could wear it on your arm and get the Bluetooth ear pod, the, the earbuds and listen to it just just like you would on an apple watch so mm-hmm. the fact that you now can get an apple watch pay for the they even came out with the the smaller apple music uh subscription instead of it mm-hmm. being 9.99 i think it's like five it's bucks four or ni- whatever, 499, whatever 4.99 yep that's specifically for if you wanted to replace your ipod nano ipod touch with a device that gave me music without the cellular, it's an Apple Watch. About the same cost. The entry level Apple Watch is like 279 mm-hmm. which is about the same as an iPod Touch at about, you know, I think it was like $200 or something like that. So they've replaced the iPod Touch with the Home Mini with the entry level Apple Watch because the same General functionality, the only thing that will make the iPod touch more advantageous is you get apps, but you can only use apps on Wi-Fi. So you have to be at home. So you're really not using it out of the house. You're not using Uber. You're not using, you know, any major apps outside of your house. Most of the apps on your iPod touch you could use, you know, music, maybe browse the Web maybe get on social media. Soon as you leave the house, that becomes non functional anyway. So, most people have a phone that does all that. And if you didn't want the cellular capabilities, you would get the Apple Watch with the tiny Apple Music subscription, get you some ear pods, and then boom, you've got an iPod Touch that you talk to via Siri, right? Yeah, so all that to say, not surprised. Um, I think I, I had, like I said, I haven't, I still have an iPod Nano, and my wife still has an old iPod. I think both a new nano that my son, he uses as his phone. So he gets, (laughs) he feels left out when everybody's got their phones. Mm -hmm. So he goes and gets the phone and touches the screen Mm -hmm. and pretends like he's the rest of the family. So we've got a couple of those. He's texting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got a couple of those laying around. I I had a a big iPod, the big one
0: that Mm -hmm. I had in my
1: car for a long time. And I think I recycled it. I may still have it. I don't know, so all let's say, nobody's really missing it. uh the nostalgic part kicks in as for people buying them, but then yeah, shortly thereafter, they'll probably get rid of it. may, I may yeah. find one and put it on my display here so you can see the box' yeah, that's I about have, the extent of it <laughs>
0: yeah, I have a, a iPod it's not the nano, I think I don't what was it called? Maybe it was a Nano.
1: Because it was was blue. The the smallest one was a Shuffle that didn't have any screen. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I didn't have the Shuffle, Mm -hmm. but I had the the one that was like blue. I'm trying to think of, but it had to be it had to be like a regular. It wasn't a regular iPod.
1: It did have a screen, right?
0: It had a screen. It was
1: probably the new Nano.
0: Yeah, it was a Nano. Yeah, I just looked up. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a Mini. I, I just kind of Googled it. Okay. The iPod mini. I think that's what it was. But yeah, it was in like, a, I got the baby blue version. Yep, the iPod mini. i am just looked up the second generation. And I found it, I was looking for something else in like one of the closets upstairs where I have like a bunch of other tech junk. And I was like, oh, and I kind of pulled it out and put it in my Apple closet downstairs. But it truly is an end of an era. But again, it really is no need for the iPod Line, especially, you know, with the iPhones that are out there. So, um, you know, it's sad to see it go because, again, it was truly a, a revolution uh, in the Apple ecosystem. So, so long, iPod. You served us well for for many years, many mm-hmm. years. Next up, Apple releases um, new firmware for um AirPods 2, AirPods Pro, and AirPods Max. Again, with the um with the air, with the AirPod line, you don't really get any indication as to what the firmware update does. It kind of just appears. But um, this particular firmware release is 4E71. And again, like I said, it applies to AirPods Max, the over-the-ears, the, the AirPods Pros, the ones that have the buds that have the noise canceling, and both the second and third generation AirPods. So it's the last AirPods with the long stem, and then the newer ones with the shorter stem that looks like the Pros, but um, don't no have noise the noise. Yep, it doesn't have the noise cancellation. So that was just released, I believe, today, which is... No, it was released yesterday. Um, which was Tuesday. So, um, you know, it's easy to check. Uh, if you have the, the new firmware, um, you can go to your settings app, select general, select about, and select the AirPods you wish to view because if you're like some of us, you have multiple pairs of AirPods. Um, and then you'll see the menu that shows what the version is. And again, that particular version is firmware release 4E71. So hopefully you'll notice, um, some improvements with your, um, wireless, um, listening devices. Um, so hopefully, um, you'll see some changes and, and it'll improve, um, your listening experience. So that is it for that particular story. The last thing that we have on deck from, uh, from the lowdown. Apparently, according to rumors, again, we talked to you guys about how we feel about rumors, but again, you know, this one is seems to be fairly reasonable. Um, Apple is planning to add nutrition and payment services to um, Apple Fitness Plus. So this um, is coming from Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, who um, says that um, for this year, um, that, uh, Apple's exploring different ways to add, um, an all new grocery service similar to, um, your Instacart, uh, type delivery apps. And all of this will be included in the health app. And it seems like it's just another expansion on Apple Fitness Plus in addition to, you know, the different types of exercises you can do, the different types of workouts you can do. It seems to be more as a more holistic approach to, to health and fitness, um, in addition to, you know, some of the biometrics um, that that they can take um, from your Apple Watch, so it seems like it's one of those things that is could be seems like is going to be an expansion on the um, Apple Fitness Plus line. Do you think you will participate in any type of, um, you know, uh, you know, grocery delivery type services? Through um, Apple Fitness Plus, because I believe we both use and have Apple Fitness Plus.
1: Um, It would be it would have to be specific to um, not just groceries. It would have to be specific to health, like, Mm -hmm. you know, some sort of meal prep service and not like, you know, uh, HelloFresh, for example, Mm -hmm. that they deliver like prepared dinners. No, I'm talking like meal prep for trying to lose weight to where it's just like chicken and you know um just like these 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 prepped meals single serve microwave microwavable meals specifically geared for losing weight versus just getting grocery delivery or just doing like dinners in a box right i I would i would consider it if the like A specific meal prep for losing weight, you know, Mm. eating protein, you know, keto, you know, type thing. Like if
0: they brought like a nutritionist on board, how we have like all the specialized like health and fitness people, if they have like a nutritionist that said, okay, if you want to reduce your your blood pressure, you know, here are some things you can buy and purchase and meals you can make to, you know reduce your blood pressure or your heart health or whatever the case may be i think that would probably be the best use of this type of tech
1: yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't be like um just getting groceries because i can probably get those cheaper there's plenty there's plenty of other
0: apps like that Yeah. yeah so hopefully what he is seeing when it says instacart like quote instacart like service that integrates with nutrition data in the health app i would hope that that Essentially means they may bring on like some nutritionists that would, you know, customize different types of of programs, food programs, you know, in relation to what is what information that you list. If you say you have like heart disease or something, it would kind of work hand in hand to try and, you know, get you, you know, the food and, you know, meals that would kind of help you on that track. And if the, I guess the output is, hey, we give you, you know, you have these five ingredients to make this particular meal, click a button, you can buy all things and it takes you and you can, you know, put it in your cart and, you know, have it delivered to your house. That type of thing I could see from like the food delivery service to kind of make it a one-stop shop. You'll get your workout in. They say, hey, here's the best meal to help you with X, Y, Z, click select all or click abc and skip d um and and check out and and be on your way so it's an interesting rumor again we're reading this from mac rumors and again it is just a rumor so who knows it could be something there it could be something they're kind of making up yeah but they
1: ain't ain't doing that they they're just making up stuff to (laughs) to keep them views
0: fill the time Mm -hmm. until we actually get something concrete Mm mm-hmm All right, we'll see if that does come to fruition or not. Who knows? Could be, maybe not. I don't think it's really going to impact people uh, adversely or positively in in either way. It's just another thing you'd have to, to, to deal with. So that wraps up the lowdown where we talk all things Apple let's head on over to Second String where we talk all other tech. Now, this particular story kind of shocked me a little bit because I didn't realize that it wasn't um, the case. But AT&T becomes the first US carrier to support 911 location-based routing. So essentially, when you call 911 from your cell phone, they now have the technology or allowing this feature to actually pinpoint where the caller is calling from when they call into nine one one, regardless of of where you are. I live in Atlanta, I have an Atlanta number, but say I am in DC, and you know I need to get emergency services or need to get help. They won't look specifically based on my. Phone number, they'll look based on my geographic location. So apparently this feature um, uses um, your device's GPS and hybrid information. I'm not sure what the hybrid information is uh, to direct the call to the correct call center. I'm assuming a combination of where you are and maybe the cell towers that your uh, phone is pinging from. And instead of sending me to Atlanta because I have an Atlanta-based number for 911, they can send me to um, a DC call center to better serve me. And like I said, I'm pretty surprised that this um, wasn't already in place, which is is fairly interesting. But they're saying that this is going to improve um, your 911. I guess locating currently is typically in a 10-mile radius of of where you called, but now um, a device will be able to be routed within 50 meters of your location. 50 meters is super close, especially compared to a 10 mile radius. So if you are in dire straits and you really need some help, and if you're calling 911, you probably are, this will get emergency responders to you more quickly.
1: So um, this hasn't been the case. Um, For example, like if you go on your phone now, and try to turn on Wi Fi calling. In order to turn on Wi Fi calling, you have to update your emergency address. In order to update your emergency address, you got to put in your home address where you live in order to then enable Wi Fi calling. The reason why they do that is because if you do call 911 from your phone based on your emergency address, that's where they're going to send uh, police, fire, you know, medical emergency, things of that nature, too. Uh, so that has always been the case uh, with iPhones. You assume that it's not that they can just randomly, not randomly, accurately triangulate where you are because you have a cell phone. Now, that that's definitely that is that hasn't been the case. Uh, but now uh, it seems like AT&T, it makes sense for cellular companies to offer this service. But again, the problem is privacy, right? Right. What is, or what can at and do with your precise location, location data? Especially when Apple has tried pretty hard to protect users' location data. Because if you go through the iPhone settings for all the apps, for any sort of third party services, you can go in location services and say, do you want them to know your accurate location, precise, and then let say it more specific, precise location, yep. or do you want them just to know your generalized location? You can go mm-hmm. in there and set those settings. All that to say, Apple is like, for real, for real, for real, we don't want nobody outside of the owner of this phone to actually know where you are. This, with AT&T saying, hey, if you call 911, we're gonna do our best to try to find you. You know, how does that does that bump heads with Apple's privacy services? One, and then two, like I mentioned before, what can or will ATT do with your location data? Is it gonna be just for emergency purposes, which is what they say, or capitalism, you know, data sales yeah. will a will it come up in, in the end user license agreement? Well, let's say AT and T has the right to sell your location data to third party services, and we're right back to, okay, my data is it private or not? You know, right. uh, most people would agree. I want somebody to know exactly where I am if there's an emergency, but only if you're going to use it just for emergencies. And I think that's where a lot of these companies trip up, right?
0: Yeah. And it seems like, you know, AT&T figured that people would have these types of questions. So in the article that we're reading on 9to5Mac, AT&T says that the the location-based routing feature only turns on when someone calls 911. And it clarifies that the only people receiving your location information are the dispatchers at the call center.
1: Okay. Again, you got to make sure the call center... Right. Again, because, and I'm not, you know, I'm not this super secretive person, but I know companies. Yeah. And I know data is most and most important. And if they can figure out a way <laughs> to monetize your location based data, it wouldn't be surprised if knowingly or unknowingly that data leaks or gets stolen or gets hacked right. or gets sold.
0: Yeah. So hopefully because it appears that it's using uh First is it FirstNet? A third party company. A third party company, yeah. First. I'm trying to find their name, First FirstNet. FirstNet. Yeah. Yeah. Um using end-to-end emergency communication solutions to support those in public safety. So I would hope that AT&T did their due diligence, but again, you know, you never know. So companies know. trip
1: up all the time. Totally unrelated, but kind of going to the point to where companies say one thing, but if it really go down, something else. For for example, Another thing and I, happens. And I don't want to. I'm going to get off the tangent, but not really. Uh, Coinbase. Mm-hmm. They just put out somebody just leaked or revealed their terms as it relates to your cryptocurrency stored in their vault for lack of a better term they basically said yo this is coinbase and i'm paraphrasing if we ever get caught up or jammed up with bankruptcy or we get sued or we've got this major pending financial case that's hanging over our heads uh we can use we can keep we can use your uh uh cryptocurrency for those purposes right you assume the whole point of cryptocurrency is is decentralized it's right. peer-to-peer if i want to keep my money in this wallet and off I want to the think, grid so to speak off the grid anonymized and i want to send nika some data some crypto or whatever the case may be i should be able to send that directly to her without anybody else being involved well according to Coinbase, that's the, nah, the thought But <laughs> now when you g- get into the weeds they're like yo Blah 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 X Y Z right. So to to relate this back to the story that we're talking about now, AT and T could have all the best uh, uh, good intentions, right? To say, oh, we're only going to use this for first response. It's only going to turn on this, and then when in two years down the road, there's going to be a story data (laughs) breach (laughs) to where first, what is it? First net, first um, net, sub. They changed their in-use license agreement to say, in order to provide you with the best services, some data may be uh, utilized to analyze, which all rolls down to we sold your data. Right. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: So it's out there, it's coming. The rollout is actually going on right now across the whole country. Um, it's already available in Alaska, Colorado, Hawaii, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, Washington. Wyoming, Kansas, Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota, Missouri, Nebraska, South Dakota, and Guam. So it seems like a lot of the middle western part of the country has already um, has access to um, this feature. So it'll be interesting to see how it, um, you know, if they're really true to their word and are really only turning this on and off when you use 911. And they expect this full rollout to be complete come the end of June. So I am an AT&T customer. I will have this on my phone, I presume. Uh, so uh, here's to hoping that I one never have to use this service because if I do, that means something's wrong. Um, and hopefully, again, uh, AT and T is doing what they said they will do with hope, this right? data. That's all you can do. I mean, it really is a crapshoot. I think we talked about it a little bit last week with Echo and how they were um, using your voice controlling um, uh, automations to to sell you things and uh-huh. and give you instant ads your way. So you can only hope for the best. Um, but we know the country that we live in, and we know how capitalism works. So you just hope for the best and and hope that you know things are are actually working you know, the way they should and people are true to their word. But again, time will tell. We'll see if in a couple of years there's something that comes out. But again, fingers crossed, hopefully folks will, will, will do right and, and keep their word. Next up, uh, Texas is in the news. This story just launched today because of, um, as of today, Instagram's parent company, Meta, has removed the ability to use filters um, on on Instagram for all Texas residents. So um, if you are in Texas and you try and put a filter on your image in Instagram and it doesn't work, the reason why is because um, Texas um, basically sent a notice to Meta that says, hey, You got to pull this from from your app for for our residents because Texas is saying that the filters violate their facial recognition laws. So um, essentially, in a nutshell, Texas is saying that by being able to use these filters, you are mapping a person's face and overlaying whatever image the filter has. And this in turn is violating the laws that Texas has in place for facial recognition. Their attorney general, um, Kim Paxton, he filed a lawsuit against the company, citing that the technology that they're using in these filters um, is, is a misuse of the facial rec technology. Um And the lawsuit also says that Meta, which is a parent company, again, of Instagram, cannot use Texans' biometric information and keep it stored within their system without the consent and or knowledge beforehand. So before the person uses the filter, they have to have their consent. So they're basically saying, if you're on Instagram and you decide to use a filter, you are not giving your consent to use facial facial recognition according to Texas law. Now, some folks are up in arms about this because they're saying it's just a filter. It's no big deal. Let me have my fun. Some people are saying, look at Texas protecting its citizens from facial recognition um, abuse. Again, not sure which side of the aisle, you know, most people have fallen on. It seems pretty even from what I've seen, just, you know, being on social media. But again, Texas is not the only one who is wrapped up in this. Illinois has the same thing um, as well in their uh, Biometric Information Privacy Act. So these filters have now been removed for both Texas and Illinois citing privacy concerns as it uses these augmented AR uh, reality filters um, uh, within the state, and that is violating their laws. I actually had another story in place of this, and it was um, regarding um, Elon and, and him saying he'll let Trump back on. No surprise there. And when I saw this pop up, I was like, we definitely have to talk about this. And if this is truly... Um, An abuse of of technology by Instagram on these filters. Um, is it just you know Texas and Illinois being overreactionary, or do you think this is actually something for for users to be concerned
1: about? Um, on its face, it's it's a little of both. Uh, Texas is being a little bit extra by forcing uh, Meta to force Instagram to turn off these filters for all his residents. Uh, but on its face on merit, it Texas should have went a little bit further and not a little bit further. They should have went a different direction and said instead of saying, hey, cut this off, they should have said we petition or whatever the legal term is for, You need to show us specifically what you're using your biometric data for. We petition all this stuff and they bring Facebook or Meta or whomever to the table and say, we need to know what are you doing with this data? Now, if Meta says um, all we do is use it to provide better filters, we're not selling your data, we're not storing your data, we're not using it to create other services. You know, we're not doing any of those things. All we're doing is giving users the ability to accurately put filters on their faces, whether it be bunny ears or uh, makeup or whatever the case, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That's all we're using it for. And then Texas says, "Okay, well, you can use it for this that, and this, but you can't use it for this, that and the other. Right. That to me would have been a better direction than turn it off. We don't like it. We are protecting our citizens because there are some other ways that I can think of that Texas could be better doing protecting their citizens, citizens, right? But that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, But again, like we mentioned in the previous stories, companies should be more forthright in what they're doing with our data. Again, the problem with our data is we're using these services for free what we're giving up is our data so yeah. we're paying with our data so these companies are looking at it as if you're not char- if we're not charging you or you're not paying us for it for the service we need to get our money's worth and right. our money's worth is your data you're going to have to be okay with that yeah. and properly most people are but again the problem is these companies are not telling us or they should disclose exactly how they're using their our data and they're not so that's where I can, I th- and i think I, and that's where i think texas and kind of not do they're just it seems like they're grandstanding because yeah. the the real thing would be to disclose exactly how you're losing data using the data and then meta has to decide they make it they got to make a, a game decision they say okay do we really tell them what we're really doing with the data or mm-hmm. are we sure we understand we want you to feel secure. We want you to know our, your data is private. We're not doing this and that. So sure, here, here's all the things we're doing with it. And then you then you let the people decide, okay, that's right, that's wrong. I wanted to do this. I don't want to do that, right?
0: Right. So the AG is saying that the reason the filters break the law, which is called Texas Capture or Use of Biometric Identifier Act, who that's the mouthful? He's saying that the the Biometrics that they capture, they learn the particular user's face and they can automatically tag them or associate them with an image without the consent of the person being tagged. So it's basically if we take um, a picture together and our metrics are in there, it'll automatically tag you in my photo. This is what Texas is saying. So that means it's you're not giving your consent to be tagged in my photo or to be mentioned in my photo, even though you took the photo with me. I think what this is actually going to lead to is because you're saying, you know, you aren't giving your consent. I think when you start to use these filters, I wouldn't be surprised if after all of this is said and done, there's going to be a, an Instagram rollout, a Facebook rollout that says, when you click on to use a filter, filter you're going to have to click click, I consent or you're going to have to do some sort of acknowledgement or consent that, yes, I approve this image being used. Yes, I approve, you know, being able to use it. It's going to be some sort of kind of like the when the the Apple tracking, when you open an app, which is
1: fine, yeah. which is fine. Right. But I don't even think Texas and Illinois is doing that. They're like, no, don't use it. Instead of saying, let's come up with a way to let users know exactly how you're using their data and let's come up with a way to give users can the ability to consent or not to actually using your data let's come up with a way to do that texas didn't even do that they're just yeah, like that's what i'm saying Shut I, it it's, off. The,
0: it's, it's the back door that i think meta is going to use for this because you got texas you got illinois so who's to say that more states aren't going to come with this same sort of thing so to kind of head it all off at the at the head before any other states get involved in this, I think they're going to add some sort of consent, or uh, uh, in in this that says, or they're going to add in their in their user agreement. You know, if you use a filter, you are consenting for A, B, C, and D. I think this is going to be you know a new kind of catch all way for for Meta, Instagram, all of them, Facebook to say, okay, we asked you for your consent. And in order to use this filter, you have to give us your consent and people using these filters, they're just going to click okay because they want to use the filter because it's cute. They aren't going to see, I guess, the the larger issues in this. They just want a cute picture to post on their, on their feed and keep it moving. So again, like you, I do believe that both Texas and Illinois really did miss the mark on making some significant change and some significant impact here all just to say we took down Facebook we sued Meta and we had them you know we forced them to like take this down but my question is is it just is it location based so say I'm not a Texas resident but I'm visiting Texas so if I'm visiting Texas and I'm not a Texas resident does this apply to me or is it just for people who say they live in Texas or have a Texas phone number? How are they determining what constitutes don't know, a citizen? Because
1: you could probably use a VPN on your phone and change your location if you're in Texas and then boom.
0: Or, yeah, <laughs> or, or get like a Google number and put that on your account or, you know, say you're from somewhere else. Similar to when people say you got to be 13 to use this app. They just add some years to their birthday to make them legal to use the app, so mm-hmm. I'm inter. I would be interested to see how they are determining who lives in Texas, or is it just if you're visiting Texas?
1: They ain't. They ain't figured that out.
0: Interesting, uh, but for now, Texas users, if you want to use some um, filters, you're gonna have to find another way around it. If you want to use filters on Instagram. All right, Um, the next thing um, in Second String, I saw this and um, it really came to mind because in the last few weeks, we've seen a lot of tech companies lay off people. Even so much, there's a a website where you can go to kind of track who's laying off. You know, um, Netflix laid off a bunch of people um, and Netflix has a bunch of other issues going on. Actually, Meta, Um, laid off a bunch of people. I think both Google and Facebook have uh, put freezes on the hiring process. So basically people are saying that another tech bust is coming because of the amount of tech companies that are laying off folks. All while them saying, the, you know, we need people, the space is just so busy, we have to have people. So it's one of those things where it's it's starting to seem uh, uh, that the fire is starting to build a bit. Um, for those of us who work in tech that, you know, massive layoffs around the whole space may be coming um, and again, the, the website that I mentioned is called layoffs.fyi and it's a crowdsourced, um, website that just lists companies that have cut jobs, uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. But it's one of those things where we've seen, you know, I think Peloton, they lost like 500 million, um, last quarter. So they're, they laid off a bunch of people before now they're laying off a bunch of people again. It just seems like, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic I don't know if it's because of inflation going up or I don't know if it's because of companies trying to trim the fat to gird their loins in the case of a recession. It just seems like a lot of focus and a lot of activity is flurrying and swooshing around um, all these different companies when it comes to laying off and downsizing their, their tech population.
1: Well, uh Peloton may may not be a good barometer because <laughs> they just you can't after you sell everybody the bike and the treadmill, then what? <laughs> right. You can and you can't
0: give the app for free and people can go buy a full Peloton like I did and just have a dedicated iPad and well pay just your your bread and service. butter
1: were your bread and butter were the devices even though, you know, the the recurring cost is the subscription. That ain't that ain't enough to cover, you know, how much, how expensive that hardware was. So once P one, when when they sold them to enough people, that slowed it down. And then two, the pandemic. Once the pandemic kind of, well, when people are over the pandemic now and they're going back to the gyms, they're going yeah. back outside or whatever, they're not on these bikes no more and some of them are getting returned or whatever the case may be or subscriptions getting canceled, right? right. So that's Peloton may not be a good barometer, but some of these other comp- companies, that are either freezing and or laying off um, bottom line thing, you know, companies when they need to get ready for uh, bad uh, quarters, not quarter not bad quarters, but they, if they don't make as much money as they forecast that is considered a bad quarter. So companies are getting ready to report a lot of, quarters that to where they didn't make as much money as forecast so what's the first thing they do is skim off the bottom line which is lay off people that seems to be the for whatever reason the easiest the easiest way to do it instead of changing practices instead of reducing salaries for uh, uh, uh the ceos and cfos and you know, getting rid of some of of these these
0: huge bonuses that they pay out
1: bonuses and profit sharing to their
0: execs, not to like the regular
1: things, you know, there's uh, probably a bunch of things as a whole corporations could do. But the easiest, quickest way is to say we reduced overhead by laying off people. So that's what they're going to do. It makes sense because uh, in the real estate market, um, I read a story to where a lot of mortgage um, processing companies are starting to lay off mortgage processing people, people who process mortgages, because the people who are buying up the houses are paying in cash, Cash. so they don't need These huge investment
0: companies, so they don't need them.
1: Right, that means people who use mortgages are either getting outbid, to where they can't buy a pay up for a mortgage, or they've just completely stopped. Which that's another indicator of a recession coming when mortgage companies aren't processing mortgages because these investment companies are buying them all up and renting everywhere. So everybody's renting, nobody's buying. That's another indication. So um, yes, I, I agree in the fact that we need to pay attention to this because these tech companies trimming the fat um is because something's coming you know so breed the tea leaves get prepared do whatever the case may do whatever you need to do you know if you are in the tech sector or work for a tech company you know (laughs) be prepared i don't i can't tell you what to do you know save up money find another job you know whatever the case may be but these are indicators that uh something is coming Yep, and they sure. ain't going to lose money, so they're going to make us yep. lose it. <laughs>
0: exactly. So definitely, you know, be on your P's and Q's because it is a lot of different things swirling around all at the same time. And, you know, when people start to get a little antsy, um, rather than taking a beat and making a thoughtful decision, they go with the easy, uh, well, the easy on them uh, route, without, uh, you know, really considering the uh, implications of the human capital that is involved in these decisions. So that wraps up second string. We are going to um, head on over into second, uh, not second string, we're gonna head on into for the culture. So I pulled this particular um story after seeing it on your timeline, uh, Terrence, you tweeted, um, about, um, this particular, um, young man and his, and his, you know, you know, big dreams and things that he's going for. And again, it's one of those things where we tell, you know, particularly underrepresented, um, folks, black, brown, um, indigenous people, you know, you can do anything, you can participate in any activity. And, uh, I think one of the things that is 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 missing or you know the the thought process i guess doesn't fully go into it is some of the expense that goes into some of these untraditional sports um I watch all american um on it's a it's a show on uh, a sports related um show on on the c w and this same topic came up on this week's episode. In traditionally and particularly untraditional sports on the on the TV show, it was tennis. And tennis, you know, you gotta have court time, rackets, trainers, all of these huge expenses that even if you have the talent in the sport, you are sometimes left out of it because you can't afford the upkeep and to to continue in the sport. I personally think that's sometimes by design, but that's neither here nor there at this point. But for this particular young man, Miles Rowe, this has become an issue um, in the um, in the arena of of racing. So, you want to tell a little bit more about it? It seems like you had uh, a little bit more. Uh, and so I'm not sure how you how you even came across this.
1: Well, I came across it because I know the family. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. <laughs> I've actually,
1: I've actually, I knew his parents. Well, well, this is a long time, not a long time ago, maybe 10 years ago. Uh, they owned a wine store in Smyrna and okay. I used to do some uh, IT work for them. And since then time has passed, they sold the wine store because they had this young kid who they found out has some skills when it comes to driving go-karts. Now, you can drive go-karts at any, you know, you go to some of these race... Andretti's. Yeah, Mario Andretti's in Georgia. I don't know if they have them anyplace else. But, you know, you go to amusement park, they've got little go-kart tracks or whatever. But there is a whole sport with go-kart driving to where it's like full-fledged, you know, you think of NASCAR, you think of IndyCar, a lot of those racers that do you know, Indianapolis 500, they do NASCAR, Daytona, whatever the case may be. You think of the F1 formula drivers, Lewis Hamilton, international stars, they all mm-hmm. kind of get their start doing little go-kart tracks. So their mm-hmm. son was good at go-kart tracks and go-kart riding, so they advanced, they advance Again, they sold the wine company or whatever, I would assume because they wanted to help their son chase his dream of mm-hmm. ultimately becoming an indie car driver. So all that works. And not only does it work. You know he's actually pretty good. And he actually wins races. So the story that Nika shares in the show notes. Was something that I found. You know it hits close. Because I'm familiar with the family. But mm-hmm. it just goes to the fact that. You know Nika said it. You know we tell kids. You know you can do anything you put your mind to. But it's a little bit more involved in that. There is. The cost of doing the sport, you know, and then getting sponsors and then just having the time, you know, not even talk about cart racing. You know, you mentioned tennis. You got to travel all over the country with your kids. I know somebody else in my Facebook group. Her daughter is doing golf, which is another uncondition- un- non-traditional sport specifically for Black folks, right? Right. So every time I see her post, she's all over the country, Florida, California, California, uh, Canada all over the place taking her daughter to play golf you know and she's in high school she ain't even in college Mm -hmm. yet this ain't pro you know Wimbledon they're not making
0: money off this like that
1: (laughs) this is yeah amateur right right so you know mom's always traveling always you know out doing something to support their kids right and to underrepresented um, people backgrounds you know just coming up with 200-300 thousand dollars so your kid can ride, you know, drive go karts in the hopes that he get a sponsor in the hopes to actually become an indie kart driver. It's not just as simple as that. You just ain't money. Money ain't just laying around for us like that. Right. So not all that to the say, vocalist, no. uh, Miles Rowe, you know, this the kid in this um, he's in college now. Like I said, when i worked with the family, I think he couldn't even have been in maybe in junior high school or something. But anyway, mm-hmm. now he's in college and he's a pretty damn good Open cart, Indy car racer. This is not the little go karts. These are the ones that you see. Uh, not the same speed, not the same class, but the same type of cars you see in Indianapolis 500. He's driving mm-hmm. these things and he's winning. But the problem is, in order to get advanced through the 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 season, you got to have money. And of mm-hmm. course, a fam a black family who they don't have generations of money laying around, or they don't have the 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 what is it called the with the family has the um the heritage there's the, another one oh, for it inheritance N- not inheritance the uh-huh. lineage the lineage okay. of a race car driver so they're not connected to that they're you know oh, okay right so they're so, coming in completely green no right, nobody right. knows he, again they mentioned he's racist for a team my limited knowledge is okay why isn't the team sponsoring right? all of this whatever but i don't know again you know again, how that our, works our ignorance to it our, and our lack of understanding, our lack of history with it, you know, can find us in situations where we've got a kid, he's smart, he's talented, he's actually good, he's actually winning, but there's this other barrier, you know, mm-hmm. so again- uh, Talent is not make... enough,
0: unfortunately, for us right, in a lot right. of these situations. Just being
1: talented, you know, isn't enough, especially for black, let's keep it for real. You know, yeah. there are families, you know, um, I think uh, the mother that I know, she even made mention to where she can't think of another racer that doesn't look like him that's ever had this issue. They always come up with the money. Somebody's always, they find a sponsor or uh, a brand or a company or something, or they just got money to where they can do this. Right. Right. So it's kind of pretty sad. Um, But, you know, the family's hopeful. They, they've got this, uh, you know, this, uh, uh, this website picked up their story. I actually, again, shared it on Twitter and tagged a bunch of people to share it. You know, uh, Soledad O'Brien, if you remember who she is, I'm, I got a little bit
0: of I got A, a little a bit, little of, bit of something. A little, a little juice. bit of
1: juice. You know? <laughs> so I tagged her in and she shared it, you know, and that picked up a lot of people, you know. So hopefully they get up because they need to raise like $400,000 to continue in uh the series, uh they got somebody who's anonymous donor to give them two hundred thousand, but they still need like over two hundred thousand dollars, you know, so this is where GoFundMe kicks in, things of that nature. So we'll make sure to put a link in the show notes to the GoFundMe because they need this money like soon, now. like by now. this weekend. Yeah. Or his season is over and he's yeah. like the favorite. It, yeah. it's it's so crazy it's heartbreaking tumor- really right because he's talented he's good he's got a proven track record of actually competing and competing well to where he's winning races but here we are he's you know they need money so in uh, addition thought,
0: to uh, his 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 skill on the track during all of this he is set to graduate from university i think this month right and
1: the parents have Given every giving up everything like i mentioned you know they 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 are doing everything that they can to support their son but again coming from the background that we come from participating in a sport that we normally don't participate in there are some barriers there are some challenges there's some hurdles that not everybody has you know right. so that's why that's important so definitely if you see it i donated a couple bucks to them. you know uh because again i ain't gonna be <laughs> talking outside of my neck saying, oh, this right. is sad, and mm-hmm. I don't put my wallet out there. So I right. donated some money to them, um, made sure to share, do my, do my, whatever I can do. And uh, hopefully, you know, if anybody hears this and, you know, you feel, you feel uh, compelled you. yeah, yes. to actually do so, you know, definitely do so, share the word, you know, because this is, this is kind of, this is pretty sad, if you ask yeah. me that his yeah. going to be Especially cut Especially for
0: him to be the favorite and mm-hmm. he's winning. He has all the things except, you know, the money part. And let's be clear, when we say, you know, coming from underrepresented backgrounds, not all underrepresented backgrounds are, you know, impoverished and poverty. These are educated parents, you know, that are, you know, giving their son, you know, the best life possible. At the end of the day, it's just the sheer amount of money that you have to it's have hundreds
1: of thousands of hundreds of thousands of
0: dollars, of thousands of dollars. and mm-hmm. that is nothing to just kind of say hey you know let me pull this out of my savings just cash in some stocks but these are, are his parents they, they mentioned them in the article dad's an accountant mom's a coo so it's not as if this is something that is you know on the I hate to say lower end of things, but a lot of times when you think underrepresented groups who need funding, a lot of times you think, you know, they're completely impoverished. They don't have anything. Those are some of the cases, yes. But there's also the other side of the spectrum of that, that there are, you know, middle class, even upper to middle class families Mm -hmm. who still have the same problem because in this particular kind of sports, you do have to have a lot of Expendable capital to mm-hmm. be able to pour into your children, and God forbid you have you know multiple children who have you know interests in it, right? And they're good, and that's it's the it's thing. One thing
1: to be like, all right, uh right, we're going to come up with something else, right? But because you, this you is not this is not for you of being a phenom, yeah. and you can't you you can't. It's hard. I mean, it's tough to look at yeah. your kids like, hey, you know, we ain't got it, we ain't got it, you know, yeah. And that's not again that it would be tragic in general if that was the case across the board. But that's right. not the case across the board. No. Other Only for a certain like population. Them, and typically who are it's black not folk. talented, who don't have the skills, have no problems running in these races year after year after year, being mediocre, versus yeah. this kid got some skills and yet here we are.
0: He has all the pieces, all the necessary pieces but he has this one barrier. So again, we will put the link in the show notes. Um, And again, if you feel compelled to or led to, to, um, you know, pour into this phenom of a racer, you know, please do so. All right, that wraps up for the culture. Let's head on over to the hookup.
1: So uh, get you a bidet. (laughs) <laughs> uh over the weekend uh my which is such a strange gift my uh father for whatever reason uh, <laughs> bought us a uh not the full bidet toilet but the contraption the that lid. you install over your currently your current toilet in order to turn it into a bidet and if you don't know what a bidet is look it up i ain't about to explain it cuz you know <laughs> it's too much information yeah but what I will Big say guy. is I took mm-hmm. the time, he bought this for us, I want to say for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And finally, you know, Mother's Day weekend, I wasn't doing anything. Five me, months later. So, I decided to go ahead and um, put it together. And put it together, you know, made sure that everything fit right. Made sure, there, you know, wasn't a water leak in, you know, went through the whole process. I'm like, oh, let me, let me, let me test this out. I'm never going back. <laughs> you you know, are it,
0: high class
1: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of those things <laughs> where you, you like it's first class. Once you get on first class on an airplane somewhere, you really ain't trying to go back to uh, business or coach, right? Coach, nope, um, nope. I have ascended. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And you know, you gotta, you gotta try it for yourself. Um, it is surprising, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you feel refreshed. refreshed. Yeah, you, you feel refreshed. You feel, you know, you feel good about your your body parts when you when you come off. So uh, that's my <laughs> tip for the week. Uh, if you haven't tried a bidet, you know, definitely maybe take you know find a bougie hotel that has one. Or these things are not expensive. You know, you can probably no. go on Amazon. Amazon, and, pick you and one up. Find one for the low, and it didn't take that much work. You know, it took me about. Maybe 20 minutes because my toilet is crap anyway. So I need to replace the whole toilet. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> That's uh, a whole nother tip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but it didn't take me that long. Um and like I said, these things are on I'm looking on them on Amazon now. Mm. The the high end one, uh, I didn't even get it didn't even get high end. I just got to like the my father gave it to me as a gift, so it is what it is. they got some nice looking ones and they're only like 50 bucks you know so definitely check it out you know if you got some know-how you know you you okay with a wrench and that's about it then you you try you try your bidet once you try it you ain't going back Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) life-changing
0: all right that wraps up the show for this week definitely thank you for tuning in brother tech where are you in the news this week and where can the folks find you
1: Uh, nowhere in the news this week again definitely um i'll put a link in the show notes about miles row racing uh that would be my uh if you want to find me definitely you know support uh that um that family and support what they're doing i'll make sure like i said we put the link to the actual gofundme you can read the story but also for some strange reason the story didn't put the gofundme link which again is weird but anyway we'll make sure to get that Uh, But other than that, you can find me everywhere. Uh, If not on Snobboys Cash, you can find me on the internets at Brother Tech.
0: All right, I too am nowhere in the news this week other than at my house. Um, You can also follow me on all the social media sites at Tech Savvy Diva. All right, again, thank you for listening to our show. Head on over to our website, snabwestcast.com to get all the details on how to connect with us, how to comment, how to share our show, how to support the show, and how to listen to the show. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. Peace. Bye, everybody.